You're listening to Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan. And on the line with us, our great friend and partner in this mission, Carolyn Bloodworth from Consumers Energy. Carolyn, welcome to Food for Thought. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be with both of you. Well, it's super. You and I were just together the uh, couple of weeks ago with uh, Attorney General Bill Schuette as we kicked off the 27th year of the Michigan Harvest Gathering. And uh, I think that you shared with me that consumers and has been involved with the Michigan Harvest Gathering that benefits all seven food banks across the state for 25 years out of those 27? I believe I actually I did a little homework before oh. um, we spoke this morning, and we've been here since 1992, which I believe is since the beginning. Oh wow, 27 out of 27. Yes, that is awesome. And you know, this is the Michigan Harvest Gathering. It's a statewide effort to raise food and funds uh, for the seven food banks across the state that are trying to create food security for all of our people who are struggling uh, under that toxic stress. And uh, I just I'm amazed that here is a huge company, huge corporation, Consumers Energy, that is walking right alongside of the Food Bank Council of Michigan and uh, is, is really a company with a conscience. Well, we appreciate that. We, um, I think we recognized early on um, when, when um, Mr. Schutte, our Attorney General, and I think he was Ag Director at the time, when when this first crossed our, our our radar screen, we knew this was something that was going to be critically important. Um, we recognize that our customers and Michigan residents they struggle with a lot of choices, and in many ways um, they can choose to purchase food. Hmm. They can't choose to pay certain bills, and unfortunately, utility bills are some of those things. And so, one way to help offset that for us is we try to help them not have such a difficult choice and have access to such a critically important resource. You know, I think it's probably a good time just to remind people, what are the things that you do to help these consumers that you know are struggling? And we know you're doing a lot of things, and maybe you could just give us a little bit of a rundown of how seriously you take this, and and specifically, these are things that you do. Well, there, there, we have a whole host of, of programs. We have a number of programs available to customers who are struggling. And so anyone who's struggling with with the issue of hunger and um, food and having food available at home is likely struggling to um, pay their utility bill as well. So we have a number of different assistance programs, and we strongly encourage our customers to call us or call 211. Mm-hmm. And have the great folks at two one one help them out to help navigate some of those assistant resource, assistance resources, making sure they can um, get access to programs so they can get on a monthly payment program, um, get on some sort of system or program that will help them pay their bills, make their homes more energy efficient so those bills won't be so high, Mm. so they can have better resources to pay for those other things that are critical in their lives. And one of the ways that I think that we're alike is that as we look at people's food issues, we know you have to have more than one tool in your tool bag to solve problems for different households in different situations. And so I do know that the, the series of things that you do to help people when they find themselves struggling it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. Different people need different things, and so you can help 
people in different ways. And I, I think that's, I mean, to a large extent, how we're imagining we're going to eventually solve food insecurity for our community. You just keep adding tools to the tool bag. The more you understand people's plight, the more ways you can approach a person and say, how about trying this? Or here's something else that you can use. And free food is part of it, but food assistance programs are part of it. And to some degree, utility assistance programs are part of how people can eventually be food secure. Absolutely. I, when I think about our involvement with Michigan Harvest Gathering and, and what we're doing, it also extends beyond on the money. And I know the money is valuable and very critical, but we also have a culture of giving back with it and consumers' energy that I, I'm really incredibly proud of. We have so many of our employees who are actively involved in volunteering um, at different food banks and food pantries across the state on a very regular basis. Um, we have a number of employees who serve on food bank boards, and they're in leadership roles, and we also match their personal contributions. And so we really are, what I would say, all in when it comes to food and food insecurity. We want to make sure that we can be part of the solution and working together with everyone who is working on this important issue. She's Carolyn Bloodworth. She's with Consumers Energy. And Carolyn, I have to say, you guys have been in since the start, 27 out of 27 years. So you've walked right alongside of us uh, at the Food Bank Council and now with this mission of creating food security. And what does that mean for your customers and the people that we're serving? It means that some of the trade-offs that they have to make at the end of their month one between choosing to pay some bills or buy medicine or fix the car or buy some food, uh, one of those is uh, coming off the table. And that is, you know, hunger and the choice of having to decide between some of those things. You're putting food in the community. Your, your folks are volunteering. And if I heard you right, you're matching their financial donations as well. We are. We're, we're matching their financial donations, and we're also following their volunteerism with some dollars as well. Um, we have one of those programs where if our employees are volunteering, we're going to give some money as well. So I, I'm actually writing it. I think I write a check almost every single week. We have a team of employees in Jackson who volunteers at a food distribution site weekly. They um, make a concerted effort. They put the schedule together, and they always have five to seven people that are there every single week. It's just an, it's so important to our, our employees and their caring hearts to make sure that we're giving back and where the help is needed the most. So, Carolyn, you and I follow each other on Twitter, and I know that everything you're saying is absolutely true because you highlight those volunteers so well uh, with your tagline, I'm so proud of... <laughs> this this group from Consumers Energy, I want I want people to know your Twitter handle so they can stay up on your news, but also on the news of Consumers Energy and how they're helping their communities. Well, that's that's very very sweet of you. It's at Bloodworth Care. Um, I, I'm just I'm very incredibly proud, and I'm very fortunate to work with some really um, wonderful people who truly do care. They do it because they want to, not just because we've told them. There might be times where we suggest they might do something, but it's typically um, employees doing thing on, things on their own. Although I will say next week my own department is, and there are about 100 of us, we're all headed to the um, Greater Lansing Food Bank to have a day of service together to build our team and really try to enhance our own team spirit and team 
affinity while giving back to the community as well. You know, one of the taglines for the show is changing the conversation about food insecurity in Michigan. And um, and one of the ways we're changing the conversation is we're claiming that this is a solvable problem. We're claiming this is a solvable problem. And what you just talked about is one of the biggest reasons we believe this problem is solvable, and that is people want to solve it. Now, I know that might seem really simplistic, but it is so fundamental to the issue that there are there are so many problems to be solved, and I don't think there's any more will to solve a problem than around this issue. Nobody wants to see kids hungry. Nobody wants to see seniors hungry. Nobody wants to see families hungry. It just nobody wants to see that. And so, you know, the the stories of caring are are part of that fundamental message. It's so important to to if you're going to try to solve a problem. Now you have to add to that desire practical ways people can make a difference. And that's fundamental to the Michigan Harvest Gathering. And that's what Carolyn is doing in her position. Exactly She's right. helping create those avenues for which that care and that desire can be lived out. So, Carolyn, you're, you're inspiring us. We're, we're doing a show. We're supposed to be inspiring you guys. <laughs> but when we have you on the show, you're inspiring us. We're going to stay at it. Well, I think it's it's one of those great partnerships where working together, we certainly can do so much more, and it makes such a difference that we are all united in our in our mission to do more and make Michigan a better place for everyone to live and work and play. Carolyn Bloodworth from Consumers Energy, thank you so much for caring. Thanks so much for serving, and thanks so much for uh, being a partner with the Food Bank Council and Michigan Harvest Gathering. You can find Carolyn at Bloodworth Care on Twitter. I encourage you to follow her. Carolyn, thanks for being our guest and our partner here on Food for Thought. Thank you very much, and thank you both for your leadership as well. That's it. We'll be right back here on WJR with more Food for Thought.